Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You have to believe that you can do something that nobody else has done. And somehow that concept has to become reality. Somebody's got to make a play to stop this draft. That last run, in fact, again, they push the pile for the first. You're listening to No Fly Zone Radio with Victor Green. Welcome to the No Fly Zone Radio Show, all the way from across the pond. Here are your hosts, Biff Sweeney and Richard Tinley. If you're bringing in two free agents, welcome to No Fly Zone Radio. This is episode number 182. I'm your host, Biff Sweeney, joined here by a good friend and draft tech analyst, Rich Tinley. We're back after. A little bit of a break. I was sick the last couple of weeks myself now. Um, but like that, the draft is next week. We're going to talk about draft today. Talk about our, our thoughts and we'll probably do a little bit of uh, marketing for a bit of crack. Not going to take it too serious. Rich, how's things? Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, uh, draft is... Uh... On the doorstep, looking forward to seeing what we do. Um, maybe get the Rogers trade over the line, or if not, we've got a full, I suppose, uh, draft to like picks to to add new players with. It. Then obviously we'd be looking at the likes of draft strategy. Would you see them potentially moving up for anybody, or would trading down be an option that may work out well? So yeah, I'm sure we've got quite a few things we can talk about for today. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, I reckon it's go, it's gonna, it's gonna go down on draft night, either night one or night two, where the Jets are going to trade for Aaron Rodgers. For me, I reckon it's one of them second round picks. Now, after that, I couldn't tell you. From what I'm, what I'm guessing, Green Bay is holding out for twenty four first. Just don't want to do that. You can't blame the Jets. Sorry, you could be potentially giving away the pick that you may need to use to replace Rogers if he only comes for a year. That's it. And it's a, a, a it's a pick that could be a blue chip pick. So um yeah, look for me I keep like we spoke a few minutes ago, uh, predicted the the mock drafts. You go you do your mock draft on P uh one of the sites, um and for myself, I keep coming back to the same two positions. 
in round one and round two, and that's tackle in round one and centre in round two. Now, there's four to five centres in this that are pretty decent, but for myself, um, the kiddo, the, can't call him a kid, but the chap of uh, Minnesota, Smith, that's my number one guy. But like that, my number two guy is the guy from um, Arkansas. I really like him because like that, he's, he's built like a brick house. He's strong, he's intelligent. The the play the run game up there in or in Arkansas really well. Plus the, he's he's an intelligent centre. And I think he's getting overlooked big time. And then you look at Tipman, he's he's very tall for a centre. And if you look um when uh nose tackles and DTs are rushing at him or Moving, moving towards him, he, he's that big. He puts out his arms that wide that he ends up holding players, getting into the wrong stances. Um, I just I find him too big and awkward. Like when he's on the move, he's excellent. I just for me, he looks like a swing tackle. Um, and then you've got your man Wilbur of uh, Wilbur, I think that's how you pronounce his name, from uh, um, Ohio State. He's a very good technician, but the problem with him is he's not strong. He needs to he needs to hit the weight room big time. But the tackles now, I think I think there's a few good tackles on this. And the one tackle that the Jets brought in is Harrison from Oklahoma. I like him. But a lot of media now that are talking about I think he's an extremely good uh, pass pro tackle that like that in the next the, in the NFL could sit behind Brown um, and get stronger and stronger and learn from Brown um, and get better in the, the run game through sitting behind and learning from professionals. Um, I like him. If the Jets trade back, I'd be very happy with Harrison. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are, Ian, on um, drafting wide receiver or, or um, potentially a quarterback could fall into 14 or even in the second round. Um, D-line as well, I suppose, could also be another area I would see could be like one of the first three picks that, that position that D-line, they might not to straighten there too. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on that. Uh, my thoughts on that is I'll start off with the, the defensive line. Guy I really like is Benton of uh, Wisconsin. He's uh, he was used as a nose tackle in Wisconsin, but like that went to the senior ball and proved that he can actually rush the passer. He's a uh, I think he's an absolute beast. And then you've got your man Massey Smith that the Jets interviewed. Um, he's raw. He's more of your nose tackle. Um, I think the Jets need to beef up the um, defensive line because um, they brought in a guy from Seattle that I never heard of on the cheap, um, and there were a couple of guys there that were on the roster. I think Smart, 
but they need depth. Um, and then wide receiver, there's no real wide receivers to jump off the page to me in, in this draft because in round one, I'd rather pick an offensive lineman for the future in round one than going with a wide receiver because I think we have wide receivers. Um, I think we're okay at wide receiver. Quarterback, I don't think they'll go quarterback in round one because the reason why I'm saying that is it doesn't sound like they're finished with Zach Wilson. The other thing is, who's going to be there? The only one I can think of that might be there could be Will Levis. Levis. But I think he's going to be gone to the Raiders. Um, I think Richardson's going to be gone, top 10. Um, after that, who's, who's there? Hooker. And Hooker, you're not going to pick Hooker in the top 13. No, maybe around two, but he was there. I'm not sure because I was never a big fan of Hooker in college. And after, like after the top four, uh, top four, Hainer, Hainer's my favourite after that. Or the guy from um, uh, TCU. They're guys that you'll get in later rounds. Yeah, I think uh, also just going back to the sort of D-line and the things, I think, uh, you know, we probably <clears throat> may be looking at like as much as it may actually also be a need, but like I think when you add into the fact being that we could be just looking for cover for uh, Quinn and Williams, like with his contract kind of been up in the air, I know he's going to be holding himself out of voluntary walkouts and things like that. Now, uh, he we have given him the fifth year option, but obviously shows where you know the intent to sign. I think around. 23 to 25 million a year was what he was tabled as looking for. Uh, I'm just wondering then, do you think uh, the fact being with that hanging over the Jets, that like getting some cover in case he maybe turns a deal down or we just don't value him that highly uh, becomes a bit more important? You're on mute, Darian, sorry. All right, that round one pick, pick 13, I think they're going to trade that. I think they're going to trade back to get more picks because the Jets, they don't re- they don't have much picks. We still have a lot of holes. Like, for instance, defensive tackle, center. There's still a whole lot uh, offensive tackle because can you trust the guys we have to play offensive tackle for a full season, stay fit? They haven't proved it. The other thing is, you have a hole at linebacker and then you have a hole at free safety. That's, like, there's still a few, good few holes with the Jets roster. Um, like, for me, I'll, I'll, I'd, I'd love to see um, a top free safety, but it looks to me like Joe Douglas doesn't rate the rate safety position as highly as myself. Um, and then you... The one, the one guy I'd like at linebacker be Luke Campbell, Maya, big guy. I think he's fabulous, fabulous player. He's a plug and play. Yeah, I, mean, I was just gonna say, uh, just like 
Okay. 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 That's what we feel we need. And one area the Jets are looking a lot in is that tight end. Now, we drafted a guy in round three last year, and we also brought, bought in two fairly big free agent signings at tight end, which, you know, most teams carry three, and that kind of looks like that's full up. We also had uh, Yoboa. He was kind of developing nicely behind there as the fourth option, and we're bringing in a lot of tight ends for visits. You personally think that maybe in round two where tight end could certainly be an option, but I'm just wondering why you see that maybe like why Douglas sees tight end as a potential need over some of the other actual needs that we, you know, look like we have, I suppose. Well, for me, when it comes to, as I was saying to you before the pod, um, the Jets brass brought in um, a lot of tight ends for visits. Um, for me, round one, no, not at all. Round two, the only guy I'd pick in round two is Washington from, um, from Georgia because he's a freak and he's a hell of a blocker. Like, if he's on the Jets roster, he's the best blocker on the roster at the moment. Um, and then, like that, you're looking for now and the future and picking a guy like that. And then after that, late rounds, you got the guy from... Uh, Michigan, Schoenmaker. I really like him. I think he's very underrated. Big guy, big blocker, can catch the ball. I think he was underutilized and he's a good, really good leader, um, good footballer. They'd be the two guys I target now, but like that, if I had to choose between Washington and uh, defensive tackle Benton or like that Schmitz the centre I'd be going Schmitz Benton then the tight end but it all depends on how highly ranked rated the Jets have the tight ends compared to the other players Yeah, but does it not just maybe add a bit of a question mark to what's hold round pick last year then? Hasn't it been kind of maybe a bit more of a throwaway pick as in like for the story rather than for the impact the player may actually have on the roster? I actually think it could be um, it could be your boy that could be the odd man out. Yeah, but like somebody's going to need to be down at number four, which is yeah. usually like you're not stripping and... Uh, if our year two third round pick ain't stripping for games, it's not necessarily a good look from him. And if the only thing that you kind of can hang your hat on was that he was a Jet fan growing up, it kind of does make the pick look a bit more, how to say, more done with your heart than with your head. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can think of is Rich that Hackett likes to use the tight ends. And then I'm a big tight end fan. I really like having tight ends on the on the roster, and then you look at the Seahawks last year. They use, and not only them, the Chiefs use so many tight ends. Um, and I think you could use the tight end as a wide receiver, so you could split that position. But we've kind of two wide uh, two tight ends that we don't use enough as it is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, we're not kind of like. Get those two yeah, up and running. I understand. 
I understand what you're saying, but like that, it's a different system, different offensive coordinator. I don't know what to expect. He could he could be more tight ends than wide receivers. So it's it's hard to tell. Like these bringing in all these tight ends just could be ways to get other teams to jump when these players come um, come up on draft day. So the Jets can get the players to actually want. Do you think? Uh, do you think somebody like Brian Branch could be a potential draft pick for the Jets in the first round if we look maybe to trade down a bit, like you suspect? Yeah, I think it depends on how far to go back. If you go back a good bit, I think Brian Branch is on. He's in play. I think um, depends on how highly teams have him rated. The tackle from. Tennessee could be in play and the offensive tackle from Oklahoma, Harrison, could be in play. They're, they're the three players now I think could be in play when the Jets decide or if they decide to trade back. The other position could be Will McDonald for the, the defensive end, edge rusher from Iowa State. He could be in play later on. I was actually just going to ask you that round, round two, Ian, like uh, edge rusher potential. You've got him, McDonald, if he does drop to round two, he, he, he's borderline fourth round, maybe could be a top 20 pick for me. Uh, you've got a uh, Kansas State guy, Uzama. You've got uh, Adam Bowie from Northwestern, BJ Ujilari from LSU. You've got um, Hall from Auburn, Foskey from Notre Dame, and uh, Keon White from Georgia Tech. They're all kind of graded in and around the same, like 40 to 50 area. Uh, would there be any of those that you would really like the Jets to have a look at? And would there be any you would, uh, how to say, avoid like the plague? Right. My number one guy that I really like is Abedouare from uh, Northwestern. Guy's 6'2". Um, he's an absolute beast off the edge. Um, serious more. And then the other guy would be... I like Will McDonald from Iowa State. They're the two guys I really like. And I haven't seen much of um, Keon White. Like he's 6'4". I haven't seen much of him now, to be honest. Um, and then you look at Ashilari, is he more of a 3-4 outside linebacker? Then you've got Nolan Smith, they reckon he's going to go high in round one. Um, he looks to me like he's an outside linebacker in a 3-4 system. Another question, that just if uh, you think that edge rush or let's just say the top 10 picks go disastrously wrong for the Jets and there's a lot of tackles taken and, you know, like maybe the best option could be picking between Luke Van Ness, Miles Murphy and Nolan Smith at 13. Would there be any of those that you'd be really, really happy with? Right, number one. Miles Murphy can go take a run and jump. Who's the other names? Uh, Nolan Smith from Georgia and Luke Lucas Van Ness from Iowa. Uh, if it was for me, I'd go Lucas Van Ness because he's big, he's powerful, he's explosive. 
I think he would be more of a Salah type guy. Where I think Nolan Smith like that, I don't know if he suits the system because like we have we had we have Hof that is in that that range of player, but he's bigger. So for me, it'd be Van Ness. Um, just to clarify as well, Ian, let's just say we've got the pick of the tackles at 13. You've got Harris Johnson Jr. or Ohio State, uh, Broderick Jones from Georgia, or Georgia, sorry, you've got uh, Peter Skronsky from Northwestern, and I'll even throw in uh, right there from Tennessee as the option at 13. Of those four guys, who, who would be the guy that you'd run to the podium with first? Harris Johnson. He was always the number one guy from early in the college season. Um, I think he's the best tackle outside of Skaronski, but the problem with, I'd love Skaronski if, if he had longer arms. I think he's more of a guard in the next level. I think it's just a pity he doesn't have long arms. And just as an outside pick at 13, Ian, what's your thoughts on uh, the wide receiver from Ohio, Jackson Smith and GB? He's the only guy I think of drafting apart from Flowers. I think the, the other thing is like he's after missing a full season with hamstrings. Is he going to come into the NFL um, and he's going to be gone the half time because of injuries? Um, I don't know. I think it's more of a luxury pick than what they actually need. Uh, no. For me, and you, you don't see you, you don't see like there being any option of us drafting the likes of a, a cornerback or a, a guard. Like, although I suppose uh, the interior, like you've got uh, uh, Torrance, uh, uh, Cody March from North Dakota State, Tipman, as you said as well, Whipple from Ohio State as well as another one, uh, Avalia from TCU, and then obviously again like yeah. My favorite for the center position is also Schmitz. Um, I'm just wondering, like, I don't realistically think that Smith's going to be available to us uh, in round two. I think he could go like top at, you know, maybe 20 to 25 range in round one. If you were trading back, is that the kind of guy you you may actually be looking at Keenan on? If to just trade back and he's the best player available, I, I would. I'd be delighted because you're getting a guy that's going to be there for the next few years. Like, um, well, the, the time we went into Ohio State, we got in um, Nick Mangold. I think he's going yeah. that type of player. He's going to be an absolute anchor um, and an upgrade. So, yeah, like, like, like that, he's a plug-and-play player as well. I think the Jets need plug-and-play players. Do you see a scenario, Ian, where we draft maybe a, a tackle at 14 and use our two second-round picks to move back up into maybe round one to draft Schmitz? No, because I think the one of them picks is going, going to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. The other pick... If the trade ain't done by then, you know... Yeah, 
But the, you the, can't hold on to them. No, the, the other thing is, if the Jets have, let's say the Jets trade back or don't trade back in round one, I do think they're going to trade back in round two then. It's one or the other, I think, because they need picks, they need bodies. Yeah, and we have no third round pick as well with the Elijah Ball trade uh, and why we actually have a, an extra second round pick that kind of just upgraded it. But yeah, I, I kind of agree that like looking at even his form in the past, he does like to kind of trade around and does seem to get good value when he when he does trade. I guess um, what would be probably the huge surprise is if we actually traded up for somebody. Yeah, I just... I. I can't see it this year. I think we've done that in the last few years, but this year I think we have we have our nucleus. I think now is the time to either trade back and start accumulating top players to create depth because the Jets they were all the Jets are always injury prone. Um ever since Rex Ryan days. So the and then they've never had depth in the roster, and it's always killed us. So if the Jets are going to try and make a big run this year, bringing in Aaron Rodgers, you're going to have to start bringing depth in. And how you do that is trading down and really draft. Yeah, and also using the undrafted free agency as a like an area to kind of fill out your roster as well, if need be. Um... The last couple of years, Rich, he's actually hit on, on drafted free agency. Like Zach Knight, or not Zach Knight, um, Bam Knight. Oh, yeah. The year before that, it was Huff. Yeah. You know, or the year before that. Yeah. You know, and he was a guy I really... Yeboah was another guy as well. Yeah, Yeboah. There's two guys I wanted to draft. Yeah, like uh, there, there is. That's what I'm saying. Like there is kind of a, a habit, shall we say, of uh, guys who you might see as even like toward or fourth round draft picks potentially going undrafted, and uh, yeah, like they, maybe they do it for for a reason. But I think the Jets have found good value and found some talent in uh, the undrafted free agents they brought in over the years, and. Yeah, I think like I would kind of expect to maybe find one or two guys again this year who just comes out of the blue, and that's why I kind of look at the likes of you know your running backs and your tight ends. They're the kind of positions where you can get an undrafted guy to come in and and be like productive early on and contribute and look like they you know deserve a place on the team moving forward. And yeah, I think as well like with the kind of potential of Aaron Rodgers uh, coming, I think it might be a bit easier to maybe attract undrafted free agents to the Jets this year too. Like, I, I know most guys are probably just happy to get a call off any team, but any of those guys that probably expected to be drafted might just hold out for the chance to, like, go and play with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and, yeah, maybe that might have a little bit of an impact on the bearing on the undrafted free agency list this year too. Yeah. Right, I'm going to do a bit of a mock draft. You up for it? Yeah, yeah. Right. Do you want to go with your phone and grab your... Uh, I'm going to Already? Go, I'm going to go with the, the draft network. Yeah. Right. Pick 13. I have Broderick Jones. I have Peter Skoronsky. 
Darnell Wright and Harrison. For me, I went with uh, Skaronski because uh, I I just kind of assumed that Johnson Jr. will be gone by pick 13. I, I think I, I'd be happy enough with Skaronski at 13, so that would be my pick at 13. Well, I'm going Broderick Jones, Georgia tackle. Right, let's see. Round two. Right. I'm going to go... Oh, see what... oh I've got Schmidt. Definitely. At centre. Well, I went um I went with uh Dylan uh, Mazzy Smith from Michigan. Uh I I took uh, Schmitz out of it as and I, I think he will kind of sneak into the end around one at the very least. So I see him kind of maybe between Smith and Brees as a potential option there for D line. So I went with Smith from Michigan. Right, I'm sending the second round pick the other one to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. So well, I'm not. I'm starting next year's one. So I, I'll give you my second round pick then as well, and that was uh, Jack Campbell, the linebacker from Iowa. Yeah. Right. I want to go look. I'm going to go more. Yeah, but moving on to round four, is it Ian? Yeah, I'm going to go with. I want to go with the defensive tackle from Texas. Um, Moro Ojimo, 6 2. Yeah, for me, Ian, uh, I'm going to go for a guy called uh, Xavier Hutchinson, wide receiver out of Iowa State. I uh, think he can come in and contribute straight away. Um, a bit more depth with the kind of top process of Aaron Rodgers coming, that just having another option for him there that's young would be, I think, a nice addition for us to have as well moving forward. Right, I'm going to go with safety Anthony Johnson, Johnson Jr. from Iowa State. He's free safety. Yeah, my next pick, Ian, I went for um, Jarrett uh, Patterson, the interior lineman from Notre Dame. See what's available on the offense. Because I think we need a bit of depth. And do we have one more pick, Ian, yeah? Round six. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, So uh, I'm going to go in round six for uh, Daniel Scott, the safety out of California. Uh, Linebacker. No. Cornerback. I'll go... Arquan Bush, cornerback, Cincinnati. A little bit of depth. Very good. Yeah, I think we like when we look through and do the, the mock drafts, like we do have a couple of options at a few positions in need when we are on the clock, like um with D line and now there and 
I'm sure one position can be filled at 13 similarly in round two at one of those second round picks. I think maybe potentially the other one or another weapon may be brought in to appease Rogers. Hopefully, as you predict, maybe the centre might still be Yeah, again, I kind of feel that's a little bit doubtful. What's your thoughts, Rich, on the players that brought in through free agency? Like, they brought in wide receiver um, from Green Bay. Um, Lazard, yeah. To me, yeah. just kind of a bang average guy. Yeah, he was a guy I picked out near the end of the season that I thought the Jets could target. Like, he's big. And the reason why I say that is um, Davis couldn't stay healthy. Davis was good in the run game. He's actually better in the run game, Lazard. He's bigger. Um, I know you. He, um, Hackett. I could really like them. We might have to wait to finish this for the next show, Ian, because we're just running a time we've lasted in a minute. Sports Social Podcast Network.